Hey everyone, this is Steve with the Core Extra Podcast. How you doing today? Hey, I'm going to film this or record this, film it, well, that's because we want to talk about a film. I'm going to record this live in my car, so if we make mistakes, there's nothing I can do, there's no editing, there's no nothing, because this is a live cast. I guess you guys have wondered where I've been lately. Well, I've been on assignment. Our Halloween special's coming up soon, and I'm going across the country trying to find the best Halloween stories or haunted stories that we can find. I was able to locate Festus again after his shop burnt down, and I also found, I'm sorry, Festus wasn't the guy, Festus was the guy that was after Bigfoot. The shop owner, I was able to locate him, he was able to save a couple things, but I did find Festus. Miss Maybelline, I found her, the Hoodoo Princess. So we just wanted to check on them and make sure everything was okay and see how they were doing because you, you never know. You know, you start messing with the occult, you never know what could happen. But that's not what I'm here for today. I'm here to do a review on a movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, I know my colleague did his review on it. <clears throat> and, you know, being that... Uh, He's not an actor like I am. I was able to give a better review of the movie. I understand that he didn't really care for it that much. Well, I thought it was a very good movie. And let me tell you why. And I'm not going to downplay what he said because he's a very intelligent man when it comes to most things. But, you know, you know, you wouldn't go to you know, the grocer to do your taxes. So when you want to know about movies, you come to an actor. It's as simple as that. Whether I'm an extra or an actor, it doesn't matter. I've been in the movies. So this is where you're going to get the real review. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is basically historical fiction, which is great because if you like historical fiction, this is the movie for you. I enjoyed it on all aspects. Quentin Tarantino, I love him. All his movies. I mean, they're kind of the same movie over and over again. But you're going to get people killed. You know, you're going to get F-bomb thrown around. And you're going to get stupid characters. Now, here's the controversy that everyone seems to have. The Bruce Lee character. Well, let me tell you this. Now, I'm 58 years old, so I can remember seeing some of the Bruce Lee movies when Bruce uh, was popular. Notice Bruce. In the acting business, we call each other by the first name. I'm sure Kurt called him Mr. Lee, but that's okay. Anyway, this big controversy about how they portrayed Bruce Lee. I'm going to give you an example, okay? Let's just say Bruce Lee's family is right. He never was that way. He never was arrogant. Now, I'm just going to throw this out at you and see if you know this person. How many of you people have jobs out there? Which is most of you. Okay. How many of you people have people at your job that are, oh, man, I'm going to tell my wife. My wife can't tell me what to do or things like that. Or she won't tell me. I tell her how to run the house. 
And then, when you see them together, it's yes, dear, no, dear, I'm sorry, dear. So you know what I'm talking about there. So, maybe Bruce Lee was this philosophical gentleman at home. Maybe when he was on the set, he was an arrogant son of a bitch. I'm just speculating. I'm just speculating. Now, I might be wrong, but we've all seen this character. Now, in the scene with Bruce Lee, there's a part there where he says, he's talking to a group of people about how his hands are registered weapons. Legal weapons are registered. I think they're registered weapons. Registered with the state or something like that. Now, I can remember being on the playground when I was a kid. Now, that would be about this time that this took place. The Tate murders were in 69, 68, that area. You know, I can remember that uh, people would say, I can't get in a fight, my hands are registered weapons. Well, that was Bruce Lee, probably, from one of his movies. I can't remember which movie, and I'm not going to say it was exactly from a movie. I remember people saying that on the playground. And I can remember when someone would get into a karate stance, the bully or someone fighting him would say, everybody would laugh at him. Okay, let's stop right there. Everybody would laugh at the bully. Now tell me you don't remember that. If you're my age, fighting on on, on the playground, some guy gets into a karate stance, and you are like, okay, like he really knows karate. And that's the attitude you take. Okay, now, and the second one was, if you could get inside, everybody used to say that, if you get inside of a karate guy, because they're only, look how little he was, you could throw him like, what is his name? I can't think of his name. Angeline Jolie's ex-husband. How's that? Brad Pitt. So you could throw him like that. If you could get inside. He's a little guy. Now, can you get inside? Nah, if Bruce leaves everything that they say, probably not. But if you did get inside, you probably could throw that little guy. So that's the part that I don't see anything that is wrong with that. He takes the Bruce Lee character, makes him a little arrogant, and Brad Pitt throws him the first time. First time, Brad Pitt don't know what to do. He comes walking in like normal people would, and Bruce Lee knocks him down with a kick to the chest. Second time he comes in, Bruce Lee's arrogant, doesn't think he can take him. I mean, doesn't think Brad Pitt can take him. Brad Pitt gets inside and throws him. Now it's a one-to-one, and they break it up. Now, probably, after Bruce Lee realized that, okay, this guy can throw me, he probably went into the real live stuff and would probably knock him out. But I'm just saying, I don't see anything wrong with portraying Bruce Lee as being arrogant because, hey, he might be arrogant on his job. He was Cato of the Green Horn. Wouldn't you want somebody arrogant to play Cato? Do you want some mild-mannered guy? Your actors have got to be arrogant, or you don't even pick them. You don't pick the guy standing in the corner sucking his thumb. So that's the first thing. The second thing is the the entire story in itself. I enjoyed the story of Sharon Tate. I knew nothing about Sharon Tate, except she was in the Fearless Vampire Killers. 
Obviously, you guys know I love vampire movies. I knew she was in that. This kind of told a little backstory on Sharon Tate. And it is Hollywood. So why not tell true parts of Hollywood? Now, I can't swear that Sharon Tate went to her own movie. I don't know if he did that kind of backstory. But it's historical. Obviously, there was a Sharon Tate. Obviously, there was a Bruce Lee. Fiction. Because if you haven't seen the movie by now, then I, I, there's no use even not having a spoiler alert. If you know what happened in the movie is, the Manson family kills the LeBlanc Tate family. They go up there, they kill him. Well, in the movie, they're making so much damn noise. <clears throat> Sorry about that pause right there. We uh, Somebody almost hit me from the rear end as I was driving. Anyway, <clears throat> I see where was I. Yes, okay. So, the Manson family comes up to kill the uh, Tate LeBlanc family. And the twist in the movie is they make so much damn noise. DiCaprio character comes out, screams at him, tells him to get off the street. And they decide to go into his house and kill him because he made so much racket. And the Tates survive. I mean, it's historical fiction. The what if factor. What if the Tates make it? What do they become? We don't know. They don't continue the movie from there. What happens if the Manson families kill part of them? Do they continue? Do they continue to be crazy people? I don't know. Probably so. If you've ever talked to Charlie Manson, probably so. But it's the idea that just one little thing can change history. So I really like the movie. I like the characters. I thought it was funny as hell. It's long. It's got the same characters as in every movie that they make. But I thought it was funny. You will enjoy it if you take it for what it is. And just try to follow it. It's slow at first. Uh, great actor becomes, has been, becomes fill-in. And tries to get his break. So you you you'll like it. I, I really do. I Kurt didn't like it probably because like I said, you know, he's smart on just about everything that I know. One of the smartest guys I know. But you know, if you want to find out something about the movies, you come to an actor. Thanks everyone. This is Steve with the Core Extra Podcast. And don't forget, we're going to Vegas. Talk to you later. Bye.